On today's podcast, we're going to be doing a deep dive spoiler filled review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's get started. This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome, everyone, to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. Who I'm back. The, I'm alive. <laughs> and with me are Kyle and Eric. Hello. Hello. Your trustworthy like the gentleman. Fourth or fifth time. <laughs> I'm back. I'm alive. I know. I, I just got, that time of year. Yeah, I got stomach flu at Thanksgiving, and that must have just destroyed my immune system completely <laughs> because since then I've just set off been, a chain reaction of illnesses. Yeah, I've got this really crazy virus that like took my voice away so while i was here in the office i couldn't participate <laughs> in the podcast because i didn't have a voice so that was kind of yeah even if you did want to participate i don't know if <laughs> i mean i don't know if people up. would really want to listen or hear what you didn't like my raspy like <laughs> hi, oh hi, i thought hi. it was i thought it was incredibly entertaining I, just, yeah. I also felt really bad <laughs> yeah it was challenging to i was i had to tell people that call just to email me Yep. You know, that was when I had everybody be like, uh, she doesn't have a voice. You better email her. <laughs> I've only lost my voice like once or twice. And before it ever happened, I was like, how does that really happen? How can you just like, Me too. but then it happened and it's like, what? I'm trying as hard as I can. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it's so just bizarre. not working. No, I, I never have lost my voice like that before. And to have it go so long too, because it wasn't yeah. like it was just a day. <laughs> it went for a week that I talked like that. <laughs> so I'm glad to be back. I finally felt good enough to go to the movies as well. And so last night, I know I'm late to the game, but I went and saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. <laughs> Gentlemen. Probably a discuss. good trip back. A yes. Good, a good movie to come back to. Now, we have, we have, I, Sorry, I was just yeah. going to say we've been waiting a long while to be able to talk about this because we saw this as early as Thursday. Last week. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle saw it Thursday. I saw it Friday. No, I no. no, you saw it like yesterday. Yeah, I saw it semi-recently. <laughs> You're confusing me. I can't keep up. I've just been thinking about the movie. Yeah. No, so um, I to start this conversation with, I'm not a biggest Spider-Man fan. I know uh-huh. you guys are <laughs> diehards, but I don't really like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Oh. I've never rewatched them. I never have that seen hurts. the Andrew Garfield ones. So I was like, what yeah, they're they're the weakest, the objectively. And I would say we've First talked about this before. It's, it's but fine. I kind of had some hope with the Tom Holland Homecoming, but I have yet to finish that movie. I just, <laughs> just have. No he started interest. it like over a year ago. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I just cannot. I mean, it. I guess that's kind of fair because it it does no. Yeah. I know, not to me, but <laughs> you know, if she didn't, if if she's not crazy about the the Tobey Maguire formula, you know the. I guess he's in college in that one, but whatever the, yeah. the formula. Peter like being in, you know, school, going through the death of Uncle Ben, all that stuff that everybody knows. No. You know, Homecoming doesn't really do anything too different. It's like a new actor, new villain, but I, it avoids I, the origin story. That's for sure. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, just I, completely. But I did. I kind of like. I liked his banter with his friend in that, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. No, that's that's fair. I mean, I've I've gone back and rewatched it, and it's it's still funny. Um, but as is the case, I feel like with most Marvel movies, it's if you don't have that audience laughing, getting you to laugh yeah. along with it, it's I don't know. It's just a different experience at home, and especially after seeing 
Spider-Verse. Oh my it's gosh. like, I'm never going to watch Homecoming again. That's, that's, that <laughs> this is, is my new Spider-Man movie. And still Spider-Man 2, but this, this is, is this is my Spider-Man this movie. This is my Spider-Man movie. <laughs> this is the Spider-Man movie for people like me that just didn't care about Spider-Man at all before. Yeah. I think this is the movie for people that feel like superhero movies aren't really for them. Yeah, it yeah. could be. It's, it could be. It's it's just so so well made. Oh my gosh, so good. So let's dive into it. Yes, um, full let's spoilers. Start, let's Here start we go. with Kyle. What Kyle? How did you well, feel first, about the movie? Probably for listeners, let's let's do a brief synopsis of this movie. What makes yeah. it different than than the the classic Peter? The thing. ones we just mentioned before. This movie follows um, the character of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. He is a biracial. Um, teenager living in new york african-american latino yeah Mm -hmm. representing um and he is you know like any other teenager just struggling with identity and who he wants to be and but he's not not unpopular no he's he's got he's got friends he's nice well-rounded kid a nice refreshing change of pace from the bumbling awkward peter yeah which i still love but i've seen it many times yeah absolutely (laughs) and um through a series of events, gets bit by a radioactive spider and takes on the Spider-Man persona. Or mm-hmm. tries to. Tries yeah, to. It's <laughs> the big, the big selling point of yeah. this is that you know it incorporates a very, very out there, very Spider-Man idea of like this multiverse theory that essentially brings in other Spider people from different universes. So you have, mm-hmm. you know, Spider Gwen. You have a different version of Peter Parker's Spider-Man. You have Spider-Man Noir. From like the 30s, mm-hmm. you know, and of course Spider Ham, Spider Ham, uh, Penny Parker, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the hook of this movie, I guess, is right. that it, it's it's a very sci-fi take, and mm-hmm. you know they, they just throw all these different um, alternate versions of Spider-Man together. It's still very much Miles' story, though. Yeah, but it's set in Miles's um, Spider-Man dimension, um, yeah. and he witnesses the death of the Spider-Man Peter Parker that inhabits his world voiced by chris pine yeah a <laughs> lovely um, choice so good and that blonde haired blue-eyed peter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he you know and as before uh spider-man dies he he puts the responsibility of trying to save the world on young miles's mm-hmm. shoulders and he has to figure out if that's something he can handle and through the movie and the other spider characters he kind of comes into his own so it's really a coming of age story yeah it's it's when you think about it it's definitely an origin story but uh-huh. you never really think of it in the moment at least i didn't i wasn't thinking of it as miles's origin story i was thinking of it as just just an amazingly just a great right. spider-man story that also perfectly established miles's character it's funny and too, origin because they don't shy away from the fact it's a miles origin story no they keep Harkening back to, mm-hmm. okay, let's start this from the beginning. This yeah. is Spider Man, and they explain each different Spider Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love origins. In yeah, it. I loved how it's explained in comic book format too. Mm-hmm. Like it's like yeah. flipping through pages of a their own individual story, <laughs> just, which they all have their own like stories in comic book series too. Which I still I just get a kick out of fun. out of the alternate Peter's name, Peter B. Parker. I like that. <laughs> I just love that because he's B level <laughs> <Yeah>. Spider Man. <laughs> He oh. truly is B-level, too, in this movie. Yeah, that it's is... like a play on that, but also harkens to, like, his past. and Because um, I believe the B is supposed to stand for Ben. Like, it's also yeah, no, Ben I, Parker. I mean, I got the, I got right, the though, sense that... It's like that... the B-level Spider-Man's <laughs> I never really, I never really figured that that Chris Pine, blonde-haired 
Peter was like the real, real one. You know, he's yeah. just way too stoic and perfect. And that's not you know, quite a Spider-Man. Yeah, and he had of. a couple, you know, very Spider-Man like quips. But when Making he when he died, I was like, yeah. that's not really supposed to be Peter Parker dying. That's like yeah. in this universe, just some uber macho, perfect, pretty boy Peter. Um, and then I think that that <laughs> dad bod pizza binging. Peter you know, out of shape, Parker. depressed Peter B. <laughs> Parker is the actual Peter Parker. Yeah. I love that. Which is also kind of sad to think of because when they go, when they're like, all right, let me tell you my backstory of Peter B. Parker. Like it just, it seems like, all right, yeah, he's Spider-Man and he has fame and stuff. But then it well, dwindles down my marriage, he loses Mary my Jane. He has dad. Like he, <laughs> he made depressed. bad investments. And you're just like, oh man, I feel for this guy because I loved this character. And to see him at like his lowest point is. Yeah. It was so realistic too. Yeah, yeah. he was. He is truly like an everyman Spider-Man. Like if some random, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like bro, just was like, "Hey, you get to be Spider-Man now." He probably would make terrible financial decisions. Yeah, I mean, and he was just a nerdy kid, and then all of a sudden he's Spider-Man, and that's all he does. And you know, what do you really expect somebody who's, you know, doing this for you 10, 20, 30 years? You don't suspect somebody who has a spider layer in their she shed in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, does, he probably doesn't have to do the basic, you know, real life adulting skills because, yeah. you know, he's just swinging around the city all the time. Right. So, no, this this movie worked on so many layer, levels. I loved how all the characters were well defined. They all, you know, they oh, had absolutely. their emotional history and they even grew. All of the characters grew emotionally mm-hmm. through the whole movie which i think is really rare in a film it's incredible i mean it's it's very hard to do an ensemble thing like this and yeah. give every character sufficient screen time and fully develop beginning middle end character arcs yeah. i feel like because obviously you know uh miles morales peter b parker and gwen stacy i would say they're like the three main characters main yeah yep. and then they add in uh spider-man noir uh penny parker who's like an anime kind of way in the future mm-hmm. um and then Spider Ham, which is also just great, and they're like introduced you know, halfway through. Yeah, they're like yeah. at the halfway. Yeah, point they don't the really movie. come in until a good deal of the story has already mm-hmm. been told, and they're introduced. And you know, you might think like, well, these guys are kind of they're coming in a little late. Or is this going to work? Yeah. But sh- purely through the magic of their dialogue and the mm. the things that they're given to do, it's like okay, yeah, they. They're supporting characters. They're perfect. Even the Aunt May character, who's voiced yeah. by Lily Tomlin, <laughs> is so well defined. Like, she's just as smart as the as the Angel Golden Peter Parker yep. of the universe. But she's tough, you know. She's well, got yeah, that, that, that's what that I aunt that'll protect you. Tough. <laughs> I love this movie. There's so many just little character details that you it can only be done in a movie, like visual things that stick in your mind like the fact that she has a baseball bat and she like or yeah. kicks down the shed door or, you know just yeah. these these little things that you're just oh, like whoa Aunt May is hardcore she's awesome yeah she when they introduced her part of the story and then introduced like the spider lair that like she's helping run in her she shed in her, yeah in her <laughs> she shed like I was like is this gonna work that well but then just with all the introductions it um, all works from <laughs> at the beginning of the movie and leading up to like that it makes total sense and i really enjoyed that character so much so that that part i was really surprised by. this movie just 
it, there's just so many fresh ideas and things that you haven't really seen mm-hmm. done before, especially in superhero movies in terms of just how they structure the story, how they, you know, go about the character interactions and their, you know, internal kind of psychology. I don't know if it's... Uh, <laughs> we should say the voice cast was spot on. It I don't is think so, I've so ever perfect. seen an ensemble voice cast that so perfectly fits the characters that they are absolutely representing yeah so we have how do you say shamik shamik yep. shamik more more from steinfeld oh sorry you go, go ahead. no i just because he's from dope which i'm sure yeah. not a lot of people have seen no. i don't know if he's been in any other big things he's since. been in a netflix show it was short-lived but he was really good in it called the get down oh I, yeah, yeah, I actually knew that show he's miles he's miles, he's miles morales mm-hmm. um Haley steinfeld is Gwen Stacy. Most people probably know her from Spider. the True Grit remake. She's going to be in Bumblebee here. Oh, this, yeah. She's going to have a great December. Is <laughs> <laughs> on top of Bumblebee. Yeah, uh, for sure. Jake Johnson. That's mm-hmm. his name, yeah. right? Yep, Jake Johnson. He plays Peter B. Parker. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Just that voice it. is so good, too. Yeah, he was it. my biggest worry out of the cast, but he pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, he. we're so conditioned for that young Peter, you know, kind of that high-pitched, yeah. kind of nerdy thing that now you add kind of... <laughs> depressed cynical couldn't care about anything yeah. any less voice mm-hmm. but it it works perfectly um and then nicholas cage pr- almost steals the show oh. as spider-man noir that was that was perfect <laughs> casting he that, just his voice works but he has the best lines too he, like absolutely his, lo- yeah, the his best dialogue one-liners. is so <laughs> spot on because he oh. he's spider noir from the 30s and he's like black and white and he plays like detective like heart drinking detective yeah. down on his luck he's probably his heart's probably been broken by a femme fatale and yeah he can never love or feel again and you can only imagine the dialogue he's closed himself him. off from his emotions until he meets the rubik's cube <laughs> he cannot so see great. color i swear nobody in my theater could like breathe because every every line he says just lands it's so good um yeah and, and then lily tomlin uh voices Aunt May, mm-hmm. and who's who rounds out the cast of Spider Ham? John Mulaney voices Spider Ham, who is an amazing comedian, so, one of my favorites for so sure. That that's he also had some pretty pretty great one liners. Oh yeah, <laughs> who does uh, Miles's dad? Brian Tyree Henry. Yep. Uh, oh. He's you can recognize him from Atlanta. He was in many films this year, such he's as in Widows. He could talk Widows. Um, another one too that I'm spacing on that came out this year, but yeah, he's on this the guy's a fantastic actor. And he proved that he's also a talented voice actor as oh well. Oh my gosh! So props there was to him. so much emotion, like love, yeah. and care, no, and this... fatherness in his in his dialogue. Mm-hmm. It was you know a movie is incredibly well written when like one scene you're you know you can't like I said you can't breathe because you're laughing yeah. and then all of a sudden it pulls a total one eighty and you're you know you're you kind of want to cry or something but it it doesn't feel jarring at all. Mm-hmm. It's like oh my gosh! It's a a true emotional roller coaster, as yeah. they say. Uh, Chris Pine, yeah. he voiced um, the A level Peter Parker, the, <laughs> the angel brief, people. The brief, the brief, <laughs> the brief Peter Parker, but, but even even that was fun. Even yeah, oh, was I thought fun. it was perfect. It completely adds to the character because mm-hmm. you know people think of Chris Pine as like the the apex guy, you know. And we can't perfect. forget about uh, Lee Schreiber as Wilson Fisk. Oh, Kingpin. that's right. That was him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, unrecognizable. Yeah. But he's I, so, I didn't even. He's so good. In I didn't everything. catch that. And the, and the way they had Kingpin be the villain for this movie, I loved it so much because it yeah. embodied like 
what Kingpin is as a character to me, but, like, they just exaggerated, like, his already huge stature even more in an animation <laughs> with that style. Like, it just works so well. Well, yeah, that kind of, that's a perfect leading because one of the biggest things being talked about is the animation style. And, you yeah, know, just the... we can dive into that. It's the execution of it all. And, I mean, obviously on the surface, you're going to notice, like, whoa, this kind of, it looks like a comic book, kind of mm-hmm. like the ultimate Spider-Man kind of... I don't know how you describe that animation. It's it looks like a comic book, you but you can see the hand drawn lines over yeah, the animation. Yeah, you kind of see the sure. like the shot, the way they kind of stylize shadows mm-hmm. and the you know, play with proportions. Yep. But one thing that I loved is they got really like when uh, Miles is first realizing that something's up. He he has his powers. He feels something's yeah. going on, and he's walking through the the halls, and his his internal monologues just getting louder and louder. His spider sense, but you see those little blocks of text, you know, that you see in comic books, like those yellow rectangles uh-huh. yeah. with, you know, saying things that he's thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't have done that, or why did the I just do that? The monologues in the head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or when he's panicking, you see the lines like yeah. come out. Yeah, this I... movie just totally embraces all of the things you can do in a comic book, and they're like, why can't we do that in a movie too? It gets it, weirdly meta, like a oh, lot absolutely. more than you would think, and that's yep. like a perfect example of how meta it is. Mm-hmm. And I think like meta humor can just be, or even meta storytelling in general can be so hit and miss for people. But I feel like yeah, this it's easy to really kind of for a lot of people. I feel like it's easy to kind of be pretentious about it, yeah. like you know. But this it it worked. Everything was everything comes back to being in service of. Uh, Miles or just whoever character is on, whichever character is on screen, mm-hmm. the story, the emotional undercurrent. Yeah. What they're experiencing in that moment is highlighted by the stylized use of the animation. Absolutely. And I can. Colors are beautiful. The, the colors are beautiful, the yes. Soundtrack. Is, I was like, when I, I, I haven't seen like a movie that just so blatantly features, you know, songs with vocals in it in a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially songs that I'm pretty sure were written for the movie. Oh, yeah, they sounded it, yeah, like they, they were. were. Yeah, yeah, they're curated for the movie. I'm pretty sure. And they fit perfectly, too, because, again, even the songs, the music are tied to the characters um, pretty explicitly. The first song, you know, it's Miles' like, thing that he's just singing and singing to yeah. himself. But, you know, th- I love that because so, that's the first time you see Miles, and it's like, how many times have you loved a song and you're singing along, but you don't know the words? So you just kind of... So you just make it up as you go. Yeah, you just kind of scat sing. Yeah. It's like, they're just lit. There's so many little details like that that just... I can't believe I haven't seen done before. It's like, it's about time. How has nobody caught on to this? Well, not only that, but the music also embodies um, the film and the setting as well perfectly because Miles is growing up in Brooklyn in a very uh, urbanized type area and that type of music that he's probably growing up in um, evolving as a person with just works so well with its soundtrack, which you don't really, which doesn't quite always be seen a lot of the time. Like sometimes soundtracks are just so all over the place with like, let's have this popular song. And then yeah. maybe have a song that oh, like here. Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but there's, well, yeah, probably. Except for Venom, Venom. is perfect. Yeah. That's <laughs> a perfectly executed Eminem song. But uh, th- this soundtrack I thought fit perfectly. I I, I mean, we've talked about this um, not in the podcast, I don't think, but we talked about how this could hurt um, Spider-Man's release because, like, it's so urban and that probably yeah. couldn't work for rural areas. Then right. that could be, like, the one... Not bad thing, but just one worrisome Right. I note. I would say that that's my only criticism is that this film is very 
centered on a city urban character on a city urban landscape and with hip hop and rap music that is, you know, people assume is more, um, city and urban, um, enjoyable, enjoyed. And so it's hard in rural areas, um, in the country and like your Midwest states and your, <laughs> little your four or 500 town people towns. Yeah. That it, it might turn a little bit, uh, some people off. It might be hard for them to get into the movie, but the emotional payoff of the yeah. character, I mean, that's no fault of the movie everything. itself. Yeah. It's just, you know, just kind of the way things are, unfortunately, but yeah. it, I, True. I firmly believe, you know, 90% of people, I think has an A plus cinema score too. Any, yeah. Anyways, like if it's you just having the best reviews you, of the year, Yeah, if you give it a chance and you, you know, again, like even if you don't think you like superhero movies, cause it's totally different from the Marvel type of superhero movie. It's totally different from the DC, you know, yeah. that's what people think of. This is, you know, it's, it's just something else. It's absolutely one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. And like we kind of touched on earlier, I said that I didn't really like Spider-Man. He's not my favorite superhero character. Yeah. You're a Captain Captain America. America. (laughs) And so I've never really, really enjoyed him. I couldn't get through homecoming, but this movie is just so good. And I don't feel like it's a Marvel superhero, like film that's trying to create this long-term story. Yeah, I feel it's like, just a self-contained, yeah. amazing story about if it happens what it to means have to be sequel, Spider-Man. That's great, but I don't need it. Like, yeah. I really oh no, it, it's going to have sequels story. and spin-offs, of course. But right. yeah, they've already announced uh, Spider-Gwen sequel could probably happen. Yeah, I believe. No, there's a sequel that's going to focus on Miles and Gwen more, kind of their budding romance, okay. and then there's the spin-off the with Madam Web. Spider Gwen, Spider Woman, oh. yeah. <laughs> that spinoff. But that'll be interesting. But you're right, Cody. Like this could, it does such a good job. Despite it, well, let me start this over. Despite it being such a huge movie that could easily be seen as like a starting point to branch off on so many things, it really is like a self-contained story that could mm-hmm. just work as a one-off, and you would be fine with it. Absolutely. But at the same time, like towards the end. You could see yourself being like, I want a sequel for a Spider-Gwen. I want to see, you know, <laughs> True. Uh, maybe a movie for Spider-Ham. I, I don't always, know. I'm always hesitant. You get that though, feeling, and that's great. It, it will never happen, but I would just, I, even if the sequels are, like, as good, I just, I part of me still doesn't want it. I want, I like, yeah. I loved everything about this yeah. so much. I just want that to be its own perfect little thing. And again, just, you would be fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much just ranted and raved about this thing, but see the movie. It's it's easily one of the best of the year. Easily. Yeah. I know it just came out, but it is easily one of the All best of the year. All other superhero movies after this have got to step up their game. I like, know. Aquaman, yeah. we're talking about you. <laughs> Not only like that, this... but animated movies yeah. as well. After seeing... Oh, right. After seeing that, there could be copycats, which There's, I kind of hope are treated well and not just for yeah, a cash no, grab. That's a good point. But you know, it really does elevate animation. Yeah, for a long time, we're kind of limited to the Pixar animation which and kind of the more, yeah, and kind of the more, I don't even know, just the, the Disney animation type animation, Dreamworks, you know? Yeah, those just kind of CG kind of stuff. You know what I'm, you know what I'm right. talking about. Yeah, Bright um, colors, weird shapes. This is just kind of showing that animation is like the possibilities is absolutely endless you oh, can absolutely you can show so many different things that you just can't in live action and so i think this movie in many ways is going to force other studios and creative teams to really think outside the box well we really have to give props to sony animations team for making this because when you hear about sony animation you don't really think of... i never even heard of them really yeah exactly <laughs> Hotel like they Transylvania. don't 
Yeah, I again, Fine. I, still I haven't, haven't seen, seen, but that's haven't not seen them. elevating yeah. animation no. per se. This is next level stuff, and the fact that Sony Animation was able to come through and make something like it just shows like they believed in this project and they understood like what this movie was and could be and that it paid off it paid off <laughs> so well and they did such a fantastic job major yeah. props yeah. to them still yeah. thinking about it yeah i know there's still so many parts of that movie that just pop in my brain like for me the um relationship miles has with his uncle with his father with the other spider people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, you just fall in love with Miles. Yeah, you just <laughs> fall in love yeah, with everybody. Great but. character. It's just you're you're left thinking about those emotions and mm-hmm. like those events, and they stay with you. And I in a positive way, like not Absolutely. in a really sad or like devastating way, but just in this really positive, like loving way. And mm-hmm. I just love leaving. That's what's so magical about movies. You can <laughs> go and you can experience these emotions, and they enrich you and they stay with you. Yeah, and, and you leave, and you're just like. Oh, <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, like, you leave that movie feeling so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone in my theater was just like either speechless or just like, oh, my God. Like, this is not, this is so far above, you know, what I expected. Right. I just thought, you know, oh, I like Spider-Man. Well, that was my biggest takeaway probably was that like everyone in the theater I could pick out was either a diehard Spider-Man fan like such as myself or Eric or, you know, just a casual fan who enjoys the occasional Spider-Man movie such as Cody. But at the end of it all, you well, can hasn't tell... hasn't enjoyed any Spider-Man movies yet. But you can, <laughs> well, you can tell that no matter, like, who the person was, like, this movie was able to tell everyone, like, what Spider-Man means to people, to mm-hmm. comic book fans, to the general audience. And they were able to tell every one of those audience members like what spider-man is all about like the reason why spider-man is so beloved and that i really appreciated and honestly it made me emotional at many times during yeah. the movie oh, oh yeah. yeah i teared up oh yeah. my Absolutely. gosh I because like... during <sighs> like even halfway it, the movie wasn't even over like halfway through it i was like they understand what spider-man <laughs> is yeah and it's perfect and that's why it could be considered one of the best spider-man movies because oh, i think i think it's arguably the best spider-man movie yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't, it probably I don't, is the best Spider-Man movie. I would, you, you I would saying go that, that or other people saying that, I don't blame them for a second. Yeah, you can't. There's no no part of me wants to be like, whoa, okay, yeah. take a step back. It just came out. I mean, even like some movies such as like Wonder Woman where everyone was like, it's maybe, or Black Panther. Like they're saying like one of the best superheroes made. Like I could see reason why people could probably like take a step back yeah. and be like, uh, maybe not. But really for this one, Right away, I could see why people are saying that. Yeah. You know how I know that I like this one better than all the others, except for Captain America? <laughs> um, his origin movie, none of the other ones after that. But it's because I actually want to see this one again. Yeah. I, I oh, saw me too. Black Panther and I got excited in the moment. I have not watched it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I watched it again, but again, like I was right. saying, it's it's not the same experience. No. It's, you know everything that's happening. Definitely don't know. want to see Avengers Infinity War again. <laughs> and so there's just... Oh, I saw it again. <laughs> I feel like a lot of those movies are one and done. You live in the event of the moment because yeah. that's what and they've done. you know, done. there's nothing wrong with right. that. And that's kind of what they're meant to do. Yeah, they've created this event-like, you know, at, like behavior of going to the movie just to consume this one-time thing. But you never want to go back to it. But that's this... always been my biggest thing with, yeah. you know, Marvel movies. I, they're always fun. In the moment, I don't. Uh-huh. I usually don't regret going to see them. No, never. But did. I don't think about them again when I leave the theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time, sometimes I do. But with this one, it's it's one of those special movies. You know, I'm like I, I've said multiple times. I'm still thinking about it. I'm gonna see it again. 
it just it, it leaves you with a lot of things to think about yeah. other than just that was really funny right and that was good it was cool scene. yeah the villain was good or for yeah for once <laughs> yeah so i i really enjoyed it i love the all the characters i loved the emotions i loved how there was a lot of relationships and dynamics in there that were outside comic book thing um you know normal comic book tropes yeah like yeah, a father-son relationship and an uncle's you know nephew mm-hmm. relationship just family and then what it means to have friends and absolutely not be realize you're not alone yeah. in things yeah and then trying to the idea of taking on responsibility and mm-hmm. are you ready for it and and sometimes you're not like yeah. they say it's you don't know it's it's a leap of faith oh god so <laughs> and that leap of faith scene where he's like jumps off the building in like the black Ooh, suit that we man find. it's i want to like beautiful. stand up and like pump my it's fist it's so yeah. beautiful like i remember the first teaser that came out a year yeah, ago yeah that, that was the first image and that was like the first thing that they showed in its teaser like with the music and you're like what is this this looks beautiful <laughs> on a tiny laptop and on the big screen i don't we didn't even see this on an imax screen but just on a normal oh, theater screen oh wow breathtaking animation it was it breathtaking was. scenes as well like there's scenes that i can think of where i like we'll, we'll remember that yeah oh i and despite there being many, lots of great many movies, standout memorable yeah. scenes mm-hmm. despite many great movies like that that movie i'll remember like a lot of scenes memorable quotes memorable characters memorable set pieces i don't everything. know about you but when um the prowler is holding miles morales by the throat and you think he's just gonna crush him and then he mm-hmm. lifts up his hood to see who the kid yeah who it is and the, just the look on his face because oh, miles knows that that's mm-hmm. i'm not giving a spoiler a big spoiler away that's his uncle that's a pretty big we've spoiler. already spoiled a lot but so know. it's he, a spoiler my, review so let's miles go all out knows <laughs> that that's his uncle and you can just see it like in his face like no 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 yeah like he, oh it's just heartbroken moment, but you as an, trying to it's a combination of shame and guilt and oh you as an audience member feel that too like i yeah. i knew about miles's story already and i knew that plot point of it so that wasn't like a surprise reveal to me but i still felt the emotion that they were feeling between mm-hmm. each other because it had a payoff and because you, it worked so and well they offered the one of my yeah. favorite quotes of the movie as he was as he was dying in miles's arms he's like you're on your way got just, shot keep, by, just keep going yeah it's like oh because kingpin shot him in the back because it was the one job he didn't finish that that i actually did not see coming i thought oh there was gosh. gonna be i actually thought that was when um uncle aaron was gonna Switch just a full evil for movie yeah. reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just like know, drop him though. or like no, throw him off or something. He's but still he just his uncle. gets shot and he's still yeah, he loves is technically him. a good person for the wrong, but, but doing the wrong thing. There was a moment there where you could tell that his uncle was deciding what to do. Gears were turning. And he just put his mask back on and set mm-hmm. him down. And it was just like he had made his decision. This was the one yeah. job he wasn't going to finish. And he was taken out for it, but yeah. oh my, that that whole scene, just that look on Memorable scene. Miles' face as he's being held up like that, like, and he keeps whispering, "Uncle Aaron, Uncle Aaron." Yeah. It's just oh. Well, not only not only that, but afterwards, when um Miles's father uh, is after Spider Man because he sees that yeah. he took Prowler like into an alley or something, and then when he realizes that his brother is dead, yeah, and what like you could just see. In like the animate the way the animation is done, you can see in his face, you can hear it in Brian Tyree Henry's voice. Oh. Like it, like that. If you can make a character so secondary, like have that kind of emotion and that much love coming from that emotion, like oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie. 
Like there's yeah, no that's, other that's, way to that's say that's it. The, that's the main point we're trying to make is yeah. that it's amazing. Lots of payoffs. Just go see it. The best Spider-Man movie ever. <laughs> yes, I agree. And it had a beautiful tribute to Stanley. Lee. Yes, it did. One Aww. of my many emotional moments. Like I was, I was gripping my chair pretty hard. <laughs> I like, yeah. gotta be strong for Stan. But oh even even if he was alive, that payoff would still be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's that cameo would still be so great. His cameo was beautiful in it, and it mm-hmm. just became so poignant after his mm-hmm. death that I don't know what um, an Avengers Endgame cameo is gonna be, but no, it's not this, gonna. This, I wish this would just yep, be the, the last. Yep, the last. The last we ever see is Stanley. Yeah, that would I, be beautiful. This would be a beautiful send off. I I don't really want an Endgame cameo because <laughs> this one was so amazing. I'll I'll still treasure the cameo, but you know it, it'll just be great to see him. Yeah, when he was alive. Because this is the first cameo since he passed too. Yeah, so one it's of like them. everybody yeah. everybody in the theater, everybody sees it. It's gonna resonate. Wait, is, that was the only one. Oh I yeah, I think I'm, it is. Yeah, Venom came out in October. That's right. Yeah. No, and yeah. it's also it's also fitting too because Stan Lee's career boomed because of Spider Man on top yeah. of Fantastic Four, of course. But it just yeah, it's very fitting. You know, it, it was a character that he probably relayed to the most. In I think you know, I think he's aspects. been on a record. You know, Spider Man's his of his his favorite of yeah. his creations, and it's the favorite of many many fans of, yeah. of no matter where they're from or how big they are in the comics and stuff. Which again, it's. It, the movie addresses that. Like, it yeah. just explains, like, why Spider-Man is so amazing. So. No pun intended. <laughs> I think that is a beautiful way to wrap up this yeah. amazing, amazing discussion we had about how wonderful Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Go see was. it. It deserves it. Go see it Absolutely. multiple times. I'm going to see it again. I just, I need to live in those <laughs> relationships and those, in that emotional dynamic I, again. I perfect hope, pacing, everything. Yeah. I hope during this busy Christmas season like it will be one of the few movies well i hope they all have, are successful of course but i hope that this one has the legs that we've seen in past years where it just keeps making money despite mm-hmm. us not thinking it could i mean it already broke its tracking numbers um this weekend it made 35 million which is you know like i said like it broke what it, it was initially predicted to do but yeah. it, it still may need some help yeah i think its biggest issue is just that style it was hard to get people to go into the theater but once yeah. you once you get them in there and witnessing it and well, yeah new it, things are often challenging it. or a little iffy uncertain personally but... i hate new things <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's, you got to put in the work you got to you just got to give it the benefit of the doubt try yeah. it and you'll Excuse have a great time me. yep well um we are going to wrap it up now and get to seeing maybe um oh mary poppins returns tonight comes out and yeah. aquaman early show tomorrow night mm-hmm. so, finally <laughs> so yeah we're back into the good movies again and and um i'm gonna sit and savor spider-man and and go enjoy mary poppins yeah can't wait to hear your thoughts on that because um hope my mom is hoping that that one's pretty good some pretty low expectations for I'm it i'm sure if you like the original you'll like this one yeah so. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but, but hopefully many, that's correct. Yeah, I have how many young people have seen the original? <laughs> love, it's like the love. Hey, that's the problem. <laughs> Kyle's a magical unicorn. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'll people. take that compliment. <laughs> yeah, well, so, all right, that was a good well, early Christmas gift. So. Go see Spider-Man. Enjoy it. Later, later. <laughs>